0: Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite.
1: So is it okay to podfade? How to be born again as a podcast? And we want to hear what drives value to you in this podcast or not. Well, welcome to the Spreaker Live Show. This is episode 142 for January 10th, 2018. I appreciate you tuning in and uh, downloading us or just clicking play out there. My name is Rob Greenley, and I am the head of partnerships at Spreaker at Spreaker.com. And uh, I appreciate you, uh, you taking some time out of your busy day because I know everybody's busy and And as we are moving into 2018, I I think the the world is just getting busier. And speaking of busy, um, I'm joined again by my co-host, Alex Exum, who's the host of the Exum Experience podcast, on Spreaker.
2: Thanks for joining me again, Alex. You got it, Rob Reno. What does that mean? I'm a busy body? (laughs) Uh, Just (laughs) a busy, busy guy, too. You
1: have a a job. I'm a busy guy. You're a busy guy.
2: Yeah. I'm a busy guy. I got a job. I got I got three jobs. I got my job, job, my corporate job. I got the XM experience, and I got the Speaker Live show.
1: They're all job jobs. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> they are. They take time out of your day. And that's what every podcaster faces is that if they have a full-time job, then podcasting kind of has to get squeezed in there somewhere. And that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today is about uh, the whole concept of pod fading. But uh, we stream this show live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern from com, And you can also hear us on the Amazon Smart Speakers as well. Spreaker has a skill there, and we have lots of podcasts over there, including this one. Uh, so you can go listen over there. We also have Spreaker Live Show apps for iOS and Android, so you can get us um, in that app as well. All of our archives and uh, actually get this live show right right in that app. So go go check that out, and it's a it's a very attractive app, Alex.
2: It is. I've always loved the Spreaker uh, Live app. I especially like Spreaker Studio. uh, But the Spreaker app to listen to podcasts is a great platform, too.
1: Yeah, I'm a little partial to the Spreaker
2: Studio for desktop software. That's what we're using right now to record and stream this live. You know, I got to say, yeah, but while we're yeah. talking about that, because I know that this is this is the Spreaker Live show, right? And it's all about this. And sometimes we, we move away from actually using Spreaker Studio. But I got to say this. I've been seeing a lot of people in blogs and podcasting, Rob. You see this probably all the time, uh, especially when you go to these events. And they're like, well, how do I record Skype calls? And everyone's still mystified by this whole thing. Yeah. Spreaker spent a lot of flipping time figuring this out. They haven't found Spreaker Studio. I'm like, I don't know. I, I guess it's not as publicized as, as it should be, but that's... That's how we record this every day, or every day, every week. You yeah. being in Seattle, me being in Long Beach, I, so I, I'm just a little surprised that it hasn't caught on as much as it should have. Because people well, are still doing good. all these weird yeah. things with Skype to record it. It's like,
1: yeah, it's it's. There's lots of solutions out
2: there, and everybody has their yeah, own. Yeah, but they suck. The other ones suck. I know. Yeah, exactly. but they suck. They, they crashes all the time. I'm sorry. I don't mean to enter, But you know, I don't mean to be harsh. But they, they're not very good. The Spreaker Studio recording with being able to put in music and sound effects and other it, it, there's there's nothing like it that i know of there's yeah. I, there's plugins that never work and they crash and then i speak or skype updates and they break and all that so i don't want to take too much time i know we got another topic but i just you you kind of said that and i said you know we don't we don't talk about that a lot but i see it a lot online yeah. how do i how do i record skype calls for podcast it's like it's all here we have it it's it's, it's already done well, and it's free
1: too. Just go to it's free. <laughs> go to Spreaker com and go and go speaker. com forward slash download, and that'll take you to a page that uh, that gives you uh, links to get to the mobile speaker studio as well. You can have it on iOS and Android. Um, you can do the same thing. You can stream live or record. Um, but really, what's powerful is the desktop software for uh, Mac and Windows, uh, because it gives you the ability to. Um, like you said, Alex, it, you can play intros, exits, uh, sound bites, whatever. You just drag and drop them. It's a, a touch-activated um, screen. It gives you access to visibility to your your chat room on the platform as well, so I can hear comments or read comments, I should say, not hear them. That's something that we need to add in the future is being able to hear comments. Right, Alex? <laughs> so,
2: oh, God. I don't know how that
1: would work. Good luck with <laughs> well, it'd be like a that. Well, it would be like a live call-in kind of kind of deal, right? So you could conceivably set it up that way. No, some podcasters no that.
2: try That's and You know yeah, I've done yeah. that. You can yeah. take a
1: live ball, sure. Yeah, I mean, and some podcasters try and do it through uh, through their mixer or they try and do it through Skype. So there, there is a yes. way to do it. It is a little bit more complicated, but
2: No, 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 hold on. Real quick. I, now we're going down the rabbit hole here, but real quick. All you have to do, because I went through all this and tried all these complicated things, you just have to get a Skype number, and you can buy it for only three months for like 10 bucks. And then if you want to do a call-in show, you you broadcast. Someone calls. It comes right through Spreaker Studio. You just take the call. Excuse me. Take the call. So it's really like a live call-in show. I mean I've done it. Um, But a lot of people will go all through these on-call – yeah, you got to get this plug-in and get this new – get a 10 – you know. 10 channel mic you don't need to do all that it's pretty simple anyway we could do a whole show on this rob i know we got to talk about pod fading but
1: yeah i think where it gets complicated is if you have a co-host that's on on um, skype and you want to bring in calls i think
2: it, oh that's a pain in the butt yeah you're that's right
1: that's where it gets gets a little more complicated so if we were to bring in callers into this show which i would love to do and I think that that's my goal at some point is being able to no,
2: wait, get there, right? No, but wait, I don't know if the, we got to try this, Rob, because I don't, I think you, we can. So what, why can't you and I be on this call right now? And I, and I, you or I have a Skype number and someone calls a number and we just patch him through like a three-way call. You can do that. Yeah. I, I don't see what you can. Want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've had some issues with um, um, audio volume levels on the second caller before.
2: Uh, oh, okay. I haven't so, tried it. So yeah, just I don't thinking. Know if I think an issue.
1: It should work well because um, Skype is used for conference calls, right? So you can have multiple people on that call. But I've had issues with volume levels on 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 a second caller before. Um, so I mean, it'd be cool to play around with that and see if that 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 works. You know, I
2: let my Skype yeah. number expire, but I could just renew it because I stopped taking calls. Because you buy like it's like prepaid for a couple of months. So I'm going to do that and we'll try yeah. it out. Maybe. in a future show. Okay.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. So, but let's, uh, let's kind of move on and talk a little bit about, uh, is there a right time and is it okay to pod fade? And I think that's, that's a, it's a question that I think, um, we should talk about it on the show, but it's also an issue that every podcaster faces at some point. And to kind of, um, sort through that mentally to figure out, you know, what's right for you as a person. Is it generally okay to pod fade? And I would say just general that, that it is, I think there's different degrees of pod fading and let's define what pod fading really means is not it? it means that, uh, you basically stop doing your episodes as frequently or as often. Um, Once you get started, so you, I mean, oftentimes a podcaster will get started and they're very enthusiastic for the first, you know, six to 10 episodes. And then for some reason, maybe they didn't set their goals or plan ahead or understand their, their topic quite as well as they needed to. And they started to run out of things to talk about or, or maybe their life changed or maybe they got burned out of doing it. Maybe their job changed or they got more pressure put them, put on them. There's a lot of things that can come up that can cause a person to podfade unless they're a professional, like, podcaster, right, that does that as their full-time gig. Alec, what's your experience with this concept of
2: podfading? I have not podfaded. When I started the Exim experience, maybe uh, (laughs) naively – I said, this show will go on forever. I mean, I started doing controversial subjects pretty much from the start. I just, I said, you know what? Um, Some of the, let's say, rude comments I got on YouTube, things like that, kind of made me initially, I'm an actor, I'm used to getting rejection and things like that, but I was kind of, I don't want to say bullied into it, but I said, you know, when I got a little bit of flack, I said, you know what? This show will go on. I'm not going to let these people kind of, I'm a fighter, Rob. So I was like, I'm not going to let these people kind of like. Me up. And without what I've been going on YouTube five, six years later, who would have known, right? We talked about that last show. But the point being, I kind of got tough skin in the beginning. So I said, I'm going to do a lot of this, regardless if I have a, an audience or not in the beginning. I think that is when a lot of people will pod fade, right? They do, like you said, a few shows. They don't see any numbers. Nobody's listening. And they just say, why am I doing all this work? It's like, you know, nobody's listening. And that is an easy trap to fall into. The good news is about that is we always talk about it. Most of those shows suck anyway. Your first few shows or first 10 or 20 even. Yeah, you get better. It's like riding a bike or doing any sport. You get better as you do it. And so you probably will be embarrassed by your first few shows as I am they are still in the archives you can go listen to them they're not very good you know it's going to be compared to what I've I mean I I they I, I sound like a totally different person Rob when it comes to my first shows but I've not pod faded for like indefinitely but I pod faded for a month and I've talked about this before during the holidays or something I usually always I think a month and a half was the longest I've gone I will say somewhere in that time frame a short show hey I'll be back I'm busy, whatever, just to keep people, you don't want to jar them too much and they think it's all over. Um, but my experience with pod fading, I think more, what's more prevalent are people that I listen to just disappearing, they, including people from the Spreaker Live show listeners, people who actually use the Spreaker platform. I've listened to their podcast, they've commented, I'm not going to name any names, and they've pod faded. So, You wonder, like, did they – Do they not have a – and you know what? And it's funny. The same people, we haven't had comment. So people can try and put that together. I don't want to name any names. Maybe that will prompt them to come back, right? It makes me wonder, like, did they fall out of love with podcasting? Did something happen in their life? And that's one of those things where if they did have a life change, they had a baby, something like that. Uh, They – you know, they're going through a divorce. That's a great show, by the way, because people want to hear about that kind of stuff. No, seriously. Like, those are the most intriguing shows to me. And so – it's like I wonder like what happened are they going to come back they were so passionate about this they loved it you could tell and then poof they're, they're gone for months <clears throat> is, that, is that it is it over so that to me is what I and I've had this happen with even popular podcasts people who don't have a lot of numbers people who do so sometimes it's not just the listenership right something happened in their lives like you said earlier so to me it's really disappointing that, this is what I'm trying to say in a long roundabout way as I always do it's very disappointing to me when somebody that I'm listening to suddenly just without any warning It's almost like a business, right? I don't care if it's the deli down the shop. I I go there all the time. I love them. I'm telling them, you know, you got to try this deli. They're not getting a lot of traffic. Got to check them out, you know, and then one day they're just closed. You know, you go, did they not get enough business? Should I have told more people? You know, Sometimes it's like the best kept secret in the city and you don't want to tell people because you don't want to get too much traffic and the prices go up, whatever. So, you know, you go, oh, you know, you kind of keep it to yourself and some close friends and they go out of business. You're like, oh, I should have told more people. Um, It's the same thing about some podcasters who've podfaded. I go, should I have shared their podcast and tweeted it or even just said to them? Because I'm not a frequent commenter you know, should I have commented and said, Hey man, I really liked your show. Keep up the good work. You know what I mean, Rob? Like some, anyway, so. Yeah. I mean,
1: positive feedback and reinforcement is important. I mean, if you're, you're listening to a podcast and you're regular with it, take a few minutes or a minute or two and get in there and make a comment and give them positive or negative feedback. I mean, I'm, I'm open to either one. So just, you know, let us have it if you have something to comment because that's, That actually, what that does is that translates into um, a a feeling that somebody's being heard, right? So a podcaster is not just speaking into a microphone, into a vacuum. They're speaking to people. And and just because they see a number in the stats that says, well, you've got 200, 300 people listening, it's hard to really connect that with somebody in the real world. It's just a number. So, you know, that those are key, I, I think, to energy and passion, and keeping that going for a podcaster. that's really, that's just getting started. I mean, most of the veteran podcasters, ones have been doing it for three, four, five, ten years. Um, they they've kind of worked through those issues and they've mentally repositioned themselves to to not be worried about um, fluctuations in their their emotions and how they they look at podcasting, um, but. Energy and passion are keys to you continuing to grow your audience and being able to connect with that listener because nobody wants to listen to a depressed podcaster um, generally because they don't want to feel depressed. What they want to feel is um, some energy and some enthusiasm in their life. So they want to connect with people that have that energy that can um, translate to them. So that's part of the reason why sometimes it's okay to pod fade. because if you're in a mental place – where where you need to you know take some downtime. You're you're stressed out. You're you're not going to bring your A game to your podcast. So it's it, it's really key to to keeping that mental balance in, in your life over the long term. Podcasting is a marathon run. Uh, it's not a sprint. And some people approach this medium as though it's a sprint, where they'll they'll produce like ten episodes in a week. You know, and bank them and think that that's a smart thing to do. But actually it's not because you could be wasting your time because you may be creating a show that nobody wants to listen to, and you have 10 episodes. So you're committed to 10 episodes unless you decide after the first episode that you're going to just throw away those other nine that you, you pre-produced before you launched your show and not learn from your audience. Um, so these are complicated things. I mean, some podcast consultants will recommend you know, banking a bunch of episodes. Uh, And that'll keep you from pod fading. Right. Um, But actually, it can actually cause you to pod fade because you're not getting that episode after episode feedback from your audience or you're not understanding that the complete process and the emotions that go into driving a podcast. So,
2: Alex, what's your thoughts on those those things from a psychological perspective here, too? I think we have to define what pod fading is. So, are we saying pod fading, or just when a podcaster takes a break, a long break, or when they completely stop? Well, because to me, uh, pod fading is stopping.
1: Yeah, oftentimes it's it's a little bit of both, right? So, what you'll have people—it's a slow choose. death. Do sometimes is uh, they'll they'll start producing a weekly episode and then at some point after like maybe 10 episodes they'll start doing it every other week and then maybe they'll start doing it more kind of erratically they'll have an episode on Tuesday one week and an episode on Friday another week and think that that's okay and so you have various degrees of podfitting that happen or those that will will just stop they'll just you know one week, they did an episode. They told their audience that they were going to be there. And the next week, they're gone. And they stopped producing episodes. The, the audience doesn't know what happened to them.
2: They It's like they vanished off the face of the earth. So Right. And that's what I yeah. consider pod fading, right? So uh, Some people might think pod fading is, well, they just stopped for a while. Then they came back. They faded out. They came back. I guess stopping completely would be like pod grenading just just destroying the whole pod thing just death, <laughs> what i call <laughs> yeah pod death just completely yeah death and destruction the angel of death is flapping around the podcast it's only a matter of time um so he's dropped and rob, the
1: axe on the rss feed right yeah.
2: <laughs> chopped off off the head right yeah and rob let's be honest let's be honest we have both heard podcasts where you knew they were going to pod fade before you knew it, right? You heard a few of their episodes or you heard one. You said, Oh, this isn't going to last. Yeah. i have just,
1: we've Down all in heard flames some of in, in three more episodes, right? You could just yeah. tell.
2: Yeah, it's like doing it's like doing theater. You know, the The old joke is like, you know, it should have closed at intermission. Right. This thing will never go on. It'll never have another run. Here's the deal. <clears throat> it's tough to keep up a weekly schedule like you have. And I, I actually I would uh, say that you are the reason for having a strict You know, every Wednesday, 3 p.m., speaker live show schedule, because not a lot of people can do it, Rob. And if it were up to me, we probably would have missed more than we have, right? The only time we've missed is when you're traveling. And I think one, maybe two, I think one show we did because of technical issues. It just nothing worked that day, and we couldn't get it in time. I think that was once that happened. Others, times, it's always because, really, you're at a show, and I think once or twice, Yeah. yeah, once or twice I've had stuff come up in my life. But, you know, we're pretty pretty consistent and the listeners know that but it's hard for a lot of people if they say i've heard rob rob people do this all the time we're gonna podcast five days a week are they crazy yeah i mean some people try to keep up this schedule and i'm like wow that's brutal now i've done five podcasts in a week
0: introducing wonder suite from bluehost.com the tool that makes wordpress wonderful for everyone
2: I've done seven podcasts in a week. The XM experience has always been – I don't know if people remember the Kristen Slater movie, uh, Pump Up the Volume. But in the film, he always broadcasts at the same time. It might go on for five minutes. It might go on for five hours, right? So I said I'm going to take that kind of loosey-goosey approach because I wasn't sure at first and it's worked for me. The show will always go on. I do at least three to sometimes 20 shows, right, a month. It just depends if it's a slow news week, if things are going on, but you'll at least get three to four, at least one a week, usually three to four shows minimum a month. Yeah. And then sometimes I do 20, 30. I mean, you can go look. I've done a bunch and it depends. So I think if you set yourself up for, we're going to do this and blah, 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 at the very beginning, I think it's going to be a tough ride. You have to kind of ease your way into it and figure out what's really going to work. Again, if you're doing a co host show, You better make sure they're available every day that day. Right, Rob? I mean, it can and then stuff comes up and then are you going to do the show without them? Are you going to do a solo show like you've done? Are you going to do a solo show? Some people can't do solo shows. They just won't. They don't feel comfortable. So then, okay, you missed a week. And then uh, what happens if it happens again? And so there's a lot that you might want to not say in the beginning. We're going to broadcast five days a week, Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. And you can call in and all this stuff. And then uh, you're, you're selling them a real bill of goods because not many people can keep that up, even if they're being paid for it. Even if yeah. they're making money well,
1: at it, I mean, podcasting is somewhat of an addiction. Uh, you have to be have to be committed to it, and take the the time out and just realize that if you're at the state where you might pod fade, if you feel it coming, it is actually okay to like take a week off or something like that. Um, but you need to be disciplined about it and say, I'm going to take this week off and I'm going to regroup, and I'm going to refocus. I'm going to make some minor changes to the show that will help me re-energize to get back in the groove again. Just let your audience know what you're doing and just bring them along the path and ask them to help you along that path too. So you want to include your audience if you're going to podfate. You need to bring them down because um, the last thing you want to do is kind of like just vanish. (laughs) Vanish into thin air. Let them know what you're doing so they can make adjustments in their lives because they they put a marker in their schedule to listen to your show every week. If your numbers are pretty much the same every week, so let's say uh, like with this show, I mean you can go to the Spreaker live show page and you can see where we usually get between three and four hundred listeners to an episode, which is which is great. I'm I'm happy with that. I have no I don't need to be in the ten to 20,000 listeners with this show because I know it's a niche show. And if you have consistent numbers, those are typically going to be mostly the same people every week that are coming back. They've subscribed to the show. Now, the Apple stats um, show that 96% of you are subscribed to the show um, and come back to it in the Apple platform. Now, that's just a fraction of the listeners to the show. But those that listen in the Apple podcast app typically subscribe to the show which means that it gets auto downloaded to their device they're listening to it there and it's like we're over indexing alex so which means that uh, many of our episodes people listen to more than once so or they they listen over the top so they'll start listening to part of it and then they'll they'll resume earlier in the podcast and listen to some segments more than once Um, Okay, so, so that's what the pattern that I saw in the Apple platform. Um, so it's okay to take a week off and it's okay to make some improvements and some changes. And I think that's how you get through this pod fade thing that you have. Now, granted, if you're in a life change situation, your wife had a baby and she's yelling at you that you can't take time to to do your podcast. That's a whole different thing. So you need to think
2: about your family first, especially if you're not making money with your podcast. So I, you know what I tell people though, too, Rob, you could have a worse hobby. I mean, podcasting is probably one of the most benign addictions you can have. (laughs) Right? I mean, you're in a room by yourself 90% of the time talking to a wall. That's
1: right. Well, you're. you're looking at your screen probably, and that's about all you're doing, right? Yeah.
2: I could be in a lot worse place. I could be down at the bar with the fellas, pounding beers at five o'clock for happy hour. I mean, you know, there's yeah, there's exactly. worse things you could be doing. So yeah, anyway, exactly. It's a healthy addiction. Although I will say, I will say this: it, it is a healthy addiction, but it can become a little bit unhealthy and like an obsession. Uh-huh. At, at some point, right? Because I think we've all yeah. been there where especially new podcasters or they just start building their numbers and they go, okay, well, now I need to monetize and now I need uh, a website with a blog with my social media presence and I'm going to start a new Twitter and Instagram just for the pod. And then you got a thousand things to do and you're not broadcasting anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so easy trap to fall into. It's addiction, man. Once you've got the full 360 uh, what I like to call you know, battling on all fronts when it comes to podcasting. Once you've got your social media set up and you can push a lot of that out through Spreaker, right? And you've just got everything kind of set up. Your Twitter, your YouTube, wherever you're putting it out elsewhere and iHeartRadio, all that stuff. It's kind of easy, right? Then you just have to use Spreaker yeah. to upload it or whatever you're using to record it and then do it. It's just kind of getting set up. Have your website set up so it's automatically you know, embedded on your website. It, it's, it takes some work and you have to use – you know, some common sense when it comes to keywords and SEO and all, there's a lot to do, but once you kind of have a system, it goes pretty quick, right, Rob? So, it, I mean.
1: Yeah, it certainly can. I mean, if you have an outline format and you have a format for your show, it's just plugging in the content and then getting on the mic, you know, I mean, and then and, and publishing it, obviously. Um, but let's let's move on from podfade and uh, we can podfade on that topic and kind of kind of move into our next topic, which we wanted to talk about. Um, how to be born again as a podcast. So let's say you do pod fade for a month or two and you have this, um, this burning desire to, to bring it back and maybe refresh it a little bit, um, drive some energy into the show. That's maybe slightly different. Uh, you still have an RSS feed that's live in iTunes and you still have an account on Spreaker or something like that. Um, there are some things that you could do, but let me, um, caution a little bit on this too. Um, uh, don't make um, huge changes in your show is my, my advice. Cause you probably still have some subscribers. What you ideally want to do is if you want to refresh your show, you want to do it over a period of time. You want to make it gradual because people get used to a show in a certain way. It has certain uh, intro music or it has certain kind of segments, uh, has certain kind of cover art, uh, has a certain format, certain guests, certain co-hosts, things like that. You need to transition your audience over a period of time, uh, because if you change too fast, then people will get confused. Is, is this the same show? Uh, why am I subscribed to this? They they start questioning their choice of why they're they're subscribed to your show unless you brought them along. So it's kind of like um, having a friend out there, and then you as a person change completely to a new person. Um, then that other person's gonna wonder if really um, is it worth being a friend to this person because he's completely different so um, that's kind of I, I think how you need to think about it. Alex have you um, had a born-again experience in uh, podcasting
2: I, I've heard I've heard it happen uh, with shows I've heard people who had um, a host at one point and probably for some of the reasons we talked about earlier They couldn't make it happen. And then they've got another host who's, it's like a totally different dynamic and it doesn't really work, you know, or you like the other host better. Um, It's just, yeah. So I've seen that happen. You know, I've also seen this, Rob. You made me think of another thing a lot of people on Spreaker do. And I think it's because they have that ability when you're a paying member of Spreaker. Well, I think you can do it even if you're not paying, but you can have multiple shows, right? Don't quote me on that, users. You you know better if I do, Rob.
1: No, you can. Yeah.
2: Without be paying. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of people will say, well, I got a great idea for a podcast. Oh, I got one too. Okay. Well, let's do two. Let's do five. Let's do 10. And some people have like 10 different shows <laughs> listed under their account and they've really pretty much just stuck with one. Uh, so I would uh, I would caution against uh that for, you know, a cautionary tale against pod fading. Is by, you know, cr- I get it. Like I've done the same thing. I can't tell you how many people I've spoken with who we've talked about co-hosting shows. You know how many people I've actually done it with, Rob? One. You. That's yeah. it. You're not the only other person. Even recently, I've had people this, it, over the years and recently, I've had people who want to do it. Either it's a scheduling conflict. It doesn't work out or I go listen to the show and we're not really going to work. It's not going to mesh type thing. But you'd be surprised at how many times people say, hey, let's do a show together. I got a concept or something like that. And it never really happens. You're the you're the only person I'm actually co-hosting a show with and chosen to. There's been other opportunities, but Something it, It's like their schedule They're not consistent uh, I've heard their show Where they're kind of Or they've gone through three, Two or three hosts What does that tell you Right Rob? Yeah. You know If they've gone through Two, three, four hosts You know So You know Are you working well With anyone? Yeah. Here's what I know we don't have much time And you know But When it comes to renewing a podcast, I would say that might be the one instance where you might just want to do that, like refresh it instead of starting a new one. Because I know a lot of people say, oh, this isn't working out. Maybe I should just start a new one and tell people to go to that new one. You're going to lose half the listeners, if not most. Mm -hmm. You'll get a third. I've seen so many people try that. So just stick with it. You may have to tweak the title. Right. Uh, you may have to tweak the cover art and things like that. Yeah. But jumping around from podcast up and just starting 10, 20 different podcasts. Oh, forget that one. Let's move on to another. It's going to hurt you in the long run. And yeah, how can you do it? Who wants to go through all that? Anyway. And
1: you're not thinking about your followers or your audience. when you do that, Yeah, either. you're right. I mean, you're right. I mean, you need to think about bringing them along with you and
2: and doing it gradually. Have a- see, Rob, you're always thinking about the audience. I'm always thinking about what a headache is for me. Screw the audience. <laughs> They'll be around. Don't follow me. Well, don't. <laughs> no, but you're right. You're right. You can piss them off. Don't misunderstand
1: me. I want to do what's right for me, too. I mean, no, but you're it's right. not
2: right for me, too, I'm going to pod fade. So, no. that's the problem but I think having the perspective of the thinking of the audience instead of what it means for you is the right approach because yeah. I mean, who are you going to, who are you doing the show for if not for the audience, you might as well, well you just have be
1: to balance. I yeah. mean, I think Alex, I think the answer is you have to balance it between your needs and the needs of your audience. And you need to keep both in mind. Um, and then, right. but just transition both, both of you because there's two people involved here. Um, it's not just all about you, the podcaster. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm a pretty selfish podcaster myself, so I, you know I think about what I want to do more than I, I think about probably my audience, and and that's I just want to confess that I've i pretty much always done that, but but I always have an ear for the audience, right? What's going on there, um, as a driver of decisions and choices that that I make. I mean, and other podcasters too, and other other formats and other ideas and things like that. I've always have an ear to the ground on this. I don't always get um, consistent feedback from audiences either, so it, it's hard to, to make a lot of big decisions based on the audience too, because they, they don't oftentimes give you a lot of detailed feedback.
2: So yeah, where are those audio comments, listeners? Yeah, <laughs> that's what he's hinting at. I'll just come right out and say it. He's hinting at that, but I'll come out and say it.
1: Yeah, but yeah, let's let, let's kind of move on to that. If you have any thoughts on um, these questions that we've uh, posed today about pod fading and. Um, you know, uh, rebooting your podcast, uh, please s- send us an email or s- send us, uh, you know, a comment on Twitter or, or, uh, a comment off of the SprickerLiveShow dot com um, uh, landing page. Um, I definitely want to hear from you and, and that actually really kind of folds into our, our, our last topic here, which is we want to hear what drives value to you as a listener to this podcast. Um, and because I'm I'm looking at a time here in February where there may need to be some revisions to this show too um, about what what we're doing um, on this podcast because uh, Spreaker as a company is going to be making some big announcements uh, in in February uh, or actually toward the end of this month um, that could have a little bit of an impact on this show so I want to hear what's valuable to you. And then I can kind of filter that through uh, the filter of the changes that are coming. And maybe we can um, come up with a format that's maybe more suitable to help uh, you as a podcaster transition a little bit better with the changes that are coming to, to Spreaker and the broader platform too. I don't, I'm not foreseeing changes specifically to Spreaker. I think that there's Spreaker is going to be Spreaker, and that's just the way it is. I'm talking about bigger Uber changes around Spreaker that are 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 coming here. So
2: uh, I'm not worried. You know what you want to know, why, Rob? Why? Francesco can't fire me because I don't work for the company. <laughs> I'm not getting, we're not going to fire you, Alex. Sorry, <laughs> I don't work for the company. It's like Kramer. If oh, yeah. Everyone's seen that episode yeah. of Kramer. It's like, yeah. well, I don't really even work here. <laughs> Yeah. I know, Alex. That's why it's so hard to let you go. <laughs> I know. I can't. I I can't get rid of this guy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but so anyway, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be all be good changes for the listeners. Yeah. So that's
1: Oh yeah. There's... Well, it's not going to be real changes to Spreaker. It's going to be bigger changes outside of Spreaker that are happening because we also own Block Talk Radio too, and mm-hmm. there, there's kind of a new entity that's coming, so um, mm-hmm. that's going to mm-hmm. kind of encapsulate mm-hmm. everything. So
2: just don't tell me it's YouTube.
1: No, it's not YouTube. <laughs> Believe me. Um, so that's what's coming. So I definitely want to hear from you, get feedback on this show and what you want to, what drives value to you in this show? Uh, is it just the banter between Alex and I, or is it getting into the, the weeds of the Spreaker platform and sharing um, about tools and about functions and features and all this kind of stuff? I want to figure out a balance here on that. Um I do kind of think storytelling and telling it from experiences is maybe a little more interesting to listen to, but uh, maybe you need to have some tips and tricks about how to use the platform better or something like that. Or maybe we need to find a balance there. So send an email to me, rob at com, and you can send one to Alex too, alex at com, And uh, yep. we can, we can certainly coalesce this and, and I'll always welcome to send in an audio comment too. So um, I, I definitely appreciate it. well we did get a listener comment that I wanted to mention on the show. We don't have a lot of time to talk about it, but um, doug uh, S- 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 Salomani I think is his name he he posted a comment we're we're becoming a society where um, all live in our own internet bubbles uh, our our reality is our reality but not the reality of others strange world we live in
2: so I totally agree with that statement yeah.
1: Yeah, I think the internet has kind of segregated us into our our bubbles of interests uh more and more and that's kind of where this kind of niche concept comes from. I think it's it's bleeding into um all areas of human existence right now. Uh there's a blurring of the line of what's real and what's not real and I think that's going to get even more blurry as we get into augmented reality. <laughs> so so anyway, Doug, that's that's my comment back to you is that, you know, um this kind of splitting of realities is uh, definitely in podcasting too. I mean, it's it's podcasting is just a reflection of the greater greater world out there. That's the world we live in now, and it's only going to get more so, I think, in the future. So, Alex, do you have any quick comments on that?
2: Yeah, no, I agree with Doug. I, I'm familiar with the show as well. Um, he was at Podcast Movement, but I didn't actually get a chance to meet him. But um, yeah, we've kind of got the same kind of viewpoint on the world. So yeah, I like that comment. He also uh, talked about was it YouTube? I think it was YouTube, yeah. not Facebook, but about being a uh, a ghetto. <laughs> it's kind of being the projects and i agree with that as well it's like everybody's in the projects of uh, facebook in my opinion but youtube can be the same way where they're just kind of uh, feeding the same information to one another and it's just one big echo chamber of the same ridiculous idea so i agree well well,
1: alex thank you so much for doing this thank you week it it was fantastic as got a boogie thank you sir and thank you so much for listening to the Spreaker Live Show th- this week. We certainly appreciate you spending time with us and be back with us next week uh, at uh, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern from SpreakerLiveShow.com. And uh, it's always always great to have you with us. And please send a comment or question to Rob at Spreaker.com uh, as we definitely want to hear from you. So thank you so much and uh, have a great rest of your week.